0: adrian an international relations student and the administrator of the student body elections hello adrian how are you doing hi
1: i'm fine thank you thank you for having me
0: thank you for your time okay so tell me what are the student body elections
1: yeah that's a good question the student body elections is one of the most important events of, of the year for the student body so it is um the election week where all students of our university all enrolled full-time students vote for representatives in the student parliament and their FSR, the, the faculty student group councils. So it is a very important event as um, the student parliament, as soon as it's elected, will vote or will elect the ASTA board. So the ASTA board will then um, appoint the heads of the department. So we can already see the student body elections are quite important for for the question uh, who will shape student life in the next year and how it will be shaped So, yeah, very important, very important elections.
0: Okay, so people can vote, students can vote for the, for positions for the student parliament and the FSRs,
1: right? Exactly, exactly. This is how it works. Basically, every student, like from the perspective of every student, there are these two options, the student parliament and the FSR of the respective faculty. But in general, um, there are four faculties. So, so there are several. Um, several elections, but for on election day, every student has these 2 options um, to run for the for a position in the student parliament or in, in the respective FSR. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And w- what makes one eligible to run for 1 of these positions?
1: So, in general, it is important or it is necessary to be an, an enrolled full time student at the university. This is the requirement to be an eligible voter. So for the student parliament, it is it doesn't matter which faculty you are a member of, but of course, if it's about voting or running for an FSR, you need to be a member of that specific faculty. So you can't run or vote for different faculties. The question of being an eligible voter is very similar to being um, an eligible person to, to run for an office. So for the student parliament in general, you need to be, you need to be an um, enrolled full-time student of the university. And if we're looking at the faculty, you need to be a member of that specific faculty to to vote and to run for it.
0: And what influence does it make if I vote or not?
1: It makes it has influence and it is it is really, um, really close to the students, actually, because the decisions that are made by the stupor, for example, affect all students just to give an example. Um, the student parliament decides on how the budget, the yearly budget of this student body, is distributed. How much mm-hmm. will get? How much of this budget um, will will go to the FSRs? How much will be sent on on social support? And for example, what student initiatives are to be to be sponsored and financed? And also, if we are talking about the FSRs, this is the direct relation to the professors. So the students elected into into the FSRs. They will communicate the problems of the students of their faculty to the professors, and therefore, every student can actually influence how this happens.
0: Mm-hmm. And how is
1: it taking place this time? The elections? The um, elections this year will be online. They will be held by, via an um, online voting system, which is currently organized and, and set up. So most likely every student will get access um, online, maybe through Moodle or or email and will then automatically be directed to the voting platform and to the respective ballots. So this year is actually very simple to vote, very easy to vote. You don't have to to go to campus um, um, and wait until it's your turn to vote. You can easily do that throughout the week, throughout the election week from the 3rd until the 7th of May. And yeah, as I said, it is not only easy this year, it is especially important this year to vote.
0: So Where can one find more information about voting?
1: You can find all information regarding the voting procedure or the nomination procedure on the ASTA page. The ASTA has a website where um, a specific section on the elections twenty twenty two is integrated, with all those information and is it is detailed. um, It is explained in detail, and if if anything is still unclear, it is also possible to simply send a mail to the election committee and the address is also mentioned on the ASTA website. What is maybe also new this year is that we have a lot of videos. There is a YouTube account specifically set up for the elections and with a lot of videos explaining how the election works, how nomination procedures take place and also later how to vote. So
0: Adrian, I'm out of questions, but uh, the floor is for you. Do you wanna add anything?
1: Yeah, I think, I think I would like to add that I can really recommend to become active in student politics. For me personally, it was a great experience. I got to know a lot of people. I worked in a very very friendly environment with with open-minded people and um, it was it was a great culture to work together within the student parliament but also in the respective corporations with the ASTA, for example, or the FSRs. So, it's it's just a great opportunity and also in, in these times. So, it wasn't most of my legislative period, my term was was not in presence, but was online. So, even though this is the case or this was the case, it was still a great experience and, and very helpful for, for me personally. Very
0: nice. Thank you for your time, Adrian
1: of course thank you very much i hope
0: everyone does um check the information and gets motivated to run for these positions for the student parliament for the fsrs and vote since it's that easy from you can vote from your phone right actually
1: that should be possible yes (laughs) great
0: now i have anastasia with me she's a student of e-government in camplinford and also a member of the student parliament hi
2: hi
0: so, I mentioned that you're member of the stupa, I think, or student parliament. What's that?
2: Um, the student parliament is the legislative organ of the student body, and the student body is basically um, all students of the university combined. It's like in the democratic sense, it's our representatives representatives of all students
0: how did you How did you get to the student parliament?
2: Um, basically every year. Um, this this year is a little bit different because of the pandemic, but uh, otherwise every year there is an election um, where you can, if you're a student, you can um, be a candidate and uh, apply. You need a few uh, signatures of supporters and um, it's... Basically, it's really easy to apply if you have a few friends who believe that you will be uh, a good representative and then you will participate in the election and you can be elected. And chances are pretty good to be elected so far, or they were in the past, I'm not sure how it's going to be in the future, but um, the parliament is quite big and um, there are usually not so many candidates, so, so not so many people dare to do that
0: what what do you mean by represent
2: like in the regular parliament it's a democratic organization there is a a set of bylaws that we have to follow and the function of the parliament is basically to uphold the values of those bylaws and um uh, to to elect the executive uh, representatives the asta for example and to take on topics that come along because um, some, some of the things can be seen as like work in progress and we can just change things where where we think, okay, the circumstances have changed and we have to adjust the legislation. Uh, and sometimes we have to react to some uh, circumstances like last year, for example, when um, COVID hit, mm-hmm. then um, we had to amend some, some regulations to be able to give out student loans for example
0: why is it that it's it's not that um, challenging to get into the student parliament
2: um, because I think there is like a, a, a misconception of the student parliament um, there are several misconceptions I guess uh, first misconception is that it is uh, boring maybe a mm-hmm. uh, second misconception is that this doesn't matter anyway and this is like just work that uh, that doesn't have any any result. Um, and And maybe just people fear of having a workload in addition to the to the studying. And I can understand technically, I can understand all three, but the only legitimate one is the third one. If you don't have time to, to um, if you have a job, if you have uh, to focus on your um, exams, of course, no blame there. But the misconceptions about being boring or being unimportant uh, I really, I would like to oppose. Um, Because um, depending on the issue it can be um, rather boring or rather very, very exciting and challenging. And um, also depending on the issue it can be urgent and very important. Um, Like for example if we have um if if we hadn't um changed the uh, the regulations that allowed us to give out loans some of the students students who could profit from these loans could just i don't know they they wouldn't have any un- income for for a few months and so so we did change uh some or affect some people's lives directly more mm-hmm. or less so this is kind of rewarding as well and um, we can set um, a strategic uh, direction for the student body for example uh, the student parliament has the power to task the asta with something so if the student parliament for example thinks uh we should invest the the money of the student body which is a nice topic to talk about as well if you're interested um if if we decide, for example, to that that uh, one topic is especially important right now, and, for example, the student body needs. Uh, uh, a big party room, we can task the ASTA with. Hiring uh, someone with uh, building a party room or anything else related to it. If, if we, as representatives decide this is. This is something that the student body needs. and uh, of course, all students are welcome to the meetings also to, to uh, bring in ideas and to uh, maybe correct us in our assumptions, but we have the mandate to, to say what student needs, what, what students That's need. That's a lot of power. It's a little bit of power. It's uh,
0: Relatively a
2: lot. Also, also, um, I think it's really important to have. Uh, to, to have kind of. Uh, Focused power when we have a discussion with the university administration, or if we want to voice an opinion uh, about changing laws on the state level, then it is much stronger if uh, the student parliament or the ASTA, if if we are all together, the voice of the ASTA is much stronger than the voice of uh, one student. And the student parliament basically gives the direction to the ASTA by electing the people that the student parliament thinks are capable. For example, and and this is a lot of this is more power than than you might think. I remember um, a few decades ago, and this this issue comes comes uh, comes up very often, actually, that some states um, of uh, Germany, some federal states, decide to introduce student fees, and if you have just one student protesting. Or if you have like single students protesting against the regulation, this is not such an effective mean. But if student organizations, like student parliaments from all the universities, if they gather, if they network, if they go storm the parliament um, of the federal state, for example, and if they say no, like the education should stay free, this is a different message. It's not like just a few discontent students. It's the representatives of students who protest and it has more um, more of a lever.
0: Why, why do you think are people less informed? It says about it because before for myself, before joining the student parliament, I didn't know anything. I used to look at these messages were invited to the Stupa meeting. I was like, oh, it's, it's all Asta and the Stupa and everything are the same pile. And my study is another pile. And although I had some free time, I I, I wasn't sure that I'm gonna put it there.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a hard choice to make if you have uh, hobbies, if you want to um, improve your soft skills and join some other programs or something like that. It's, it's kind of a tough decision to make wh- where to invest your time. I think it's one of the reasons why um, there is a tendency for people from certain certain courses to join the stupa because it's kind of a practice for them. Uh, yes. We have, like, I can name them, I think. It's the, Absolutely. it's the the study course, international relations. They are quite interested in parliamentary work and in uh, improving their English skills and debate skills and stuff like that. So um, I was actually really skeptical, skeptical, especially about those those people uh, because I thought, well, they just do it for the CV, and um, um, it, it's just because they they want to look cool um, and they want they, they want to be important and stuff like that. But I I learned that they were also r- super super dedicated and um, very professional also. So I'm quite content with the with the way that Stupa came together in the last few years. We had uh, a very diverse parliament. We we had uh, many different opinions. We had really really hot debates uh, on on certain topics and on on the budget yeah. sometimes. But these these were the meetings that we remember best, and these were the meetings where we think like, okay, now I know why I'm doing this.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like it's
2: not just discuss- discussing some some really precise wording of a text. It's discussing where where the money goes it's discussing uh, what is important and um and and how much how much uh how much money for example we spend for student initiatives if they come to us and they need support like how how do we deal with it uh mm-hmm. how how do we define what is good for students and what is just for our own benefit so we we had to deal with all these things it was really interesting to see also how people develop so um this these three years for me also have been a learning journey I think my English has improved a lot I'm more comfortable uh, discussing and debating now uh, but also seeing the people grow and evolve and and learn it's really it's really cool so the newbies in the first meeting uh, we're far fi- far behind that now it's nice nice to see
0: Yes. And, um, so yeah, and the first meetings, by the way, good that you mentioned that I remember the first meeting was full of people. Right. And then we move on month after month and less people show up. Mm -hmm. What's what's with the commitment?
2: I think the commitment can change because people, um, shift their priorities because, um, I think many people who, um, get engaged, uh, do it from the idealistic point of view and with the idealistic motivation. And uh, what can happen is that uh, you're, you're usually not interested in just one thing, you're interested in a few things, and, mm-hmm. and then you have to prioritize, and some things are more urgent, and, uh, and then, then you find out that you have, a, have an opportunity for a job, and how, how do you say no to that as a student? Uh, like it's it's really difficult to prioritize. So um, I have been complaining a lot about bad commitment of uh, Stupa members. But the only thing that I still would repeat after this time is that it, there is no blame in quitting. Um, just just quit formally if you don't have time. For example, if you don't have, to have time to. St- to, to do stupid work anymore, if you don't show up for meetings, if you don't read the emails or and you don't participate in online voting, for example, then you should like have the, the courage to say, okay, I have done enough and I can go now because I, I have to be honest with myself. I don't have time for this anymore. Mm-hmm. And there is no blame for that at all. I, I can understand everyone who would do that. And I thought of that a few times. Quite a few times to quit. Um, but some, somehow there are things that motivate me uh, every day still. So um, that's the only thing that I would uh, say about commitment. Um, otherwise, I think our, our life in the last years is becoming more and more complex and more volatile and more um, yes. challenging in many ways. True. So, so what I have committed one year ago, it's like... One year ago, um, and and I'm I'm old, so I can I can hold on to things better. Probably I'm less volatile than a pe- person in, in the beginning of their twenties. So uh, I can understand that that interests that life is more excited back then, and priorities shift, and you get a new girlfriend and boyfriend, and. Uh, suddenly, you don't have time Wednesday night because it's the only time in the week that you can spend together and... Sure, that's, mm-hmm. that's understandable, that's life. So life can prevent you from, uh, from commitment to anything, including Stupa.
0: I'll ask you one last question. How is the student parliament, um, how does it compare to real, or I don't know why I'm saying real, how does it compare to the country parliament, government?
2: Okay. Um, so, in a, in a democratic state, the powers are distributed to several places. So, there is a legislative power, which is the Parliament usually, or whatever, um, Congress, or, or whatever you call it. Um, there is the executive power, which is the government. Uh, it is usually elected by the Parliament. and um, the Parliament is the only organ that is elected directly by the citizens. So, um, the Parliament elects the government, which is the same for us, basically. The Parliament elects the ASTA and the ASTA is our executive. Mm -hmm. What we don't have compared to a a regular democratic state with the division of power, usually the, the power is divided in three parts, legislative, executive and judicative. Um, so you have judges who uh, are, or, or courts and judges, who are in, in charge of deciding or and, and interpreting the, uh, the regulations or, or the laws passed by the parliament. So um, the the only instance close to that that we have is our bylaw committee. But it doesn't have uh, like a judgment power, so we don't have a punishment system. So if you if you don't show up to to a parliament meeting or or we have a few regulations, so we can kick out people who don't do their job in the ASTA, for example, that that is possible. But we don't have our prison, we don't have police and stuff <laughs> like that, so we yeah. don't have this kind of uh, this kind of uh, system. Um, what the bylaw committee can do, for example, is interpret the um, the bylaws or the, regula- the regulations if there is a uh, something unclear. And uh, while they're interpreting, they can also recommend some changes, um, because because the student parliament uh, has the last instance in the interpretation, but the bylaw committee looks closer uh, closer uh, on. Maybe several regulations that might be in conflict because the student parliament is too big to work on these kind of details, and in, in the end, the student parliament gets a recommendation from the bio committee and it gets evaluated. So this is the only thing that we can do about uh, uh, evaluating uh, the legality of issues or or um, mm-hmm. stuff that usually in a normal democratic democratic system a judge or a court would do otherwise we have executive power and legislative power and that's it if you just come come by for a meeting and you see how it goes uh, it can be it depends on the issues discussed we have for example for the next meeting uh, we have quite an important issue to discuss which uh, is the the decision to raise the contribution that every student pay, mm-hmm. pays every semester, and uh, it 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 will be risen or or it might be risen if we decide on that. Um, it might rise only by two euro. Technically, it is your money we are talking about. It is yeah. like it is all students' obligations that we have to decide, and it is in the interest of all students to have an eye on it to um to control us. I mean we we have been only elected once a year and we may dec- make decisions for a whole year. So it it is really good for students to see what we're doing with their votes. So so I invite everyone to join the stupa meetings and once they're there, if they join the discussion, if they find out that it might make a difference. Um, to to be a member and to make these decisions. Um, Maybe they they will be motivated to join and um, what they can do also is to maybe meditate on on the things that they think the students in our university might want or need. Not not just own own wishes, obviously also if if you think uh, you are looking for uh, you need a a certain a certain kind of uh, event or you you need a certain kind of support or you need a certain kind of um, service installed in the university as a student then you can always come up to the stupa or you can just join the stupa and decide to install this service yourself so it's it's basically it's in your hands it's not just um it's your decision to let other people make decisions or do it yourself.
0: And there is a lot of room for change, especially in our there university, is, right?
2: There is a lot of room for change. And there are also lots of ideas yet what we can what we could do. And uh, even if our legislative period now is coming to an end, um, the, the, the to do list is, is ever growing. So, Endless, so,
0: yeah,
2: you will you will always have some, something to do, and it depends on you how much you get done and how much you take on. And it's it's a very very valuable experience in any case, and it's fun. So, True. so I really met really good, nice and interesting and dedicated and intelligent people in Stupa. Nice so, to meet
0: you
3: too.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's. <laughs> Kind of, it it is very motivating, by the way, to work with people who who are, um, who can learn something from. And I, I can learn from each of uh, other Stupa members. So so this is what dr- uh, drives me also a little bit. So there, as long as there are still cool people in the Stupa, it's cool to be in the Stupa. So if you're cool, join sure. Stupa.
0: Okay, so now I have Basil, the campus representative of Kleve, and a student of bioengineering. Hi Basil, how are you doing?
4: Hi Talha, I'm very well, thank you. I'm very happy to be part of this interview. It's a very nice interview. Thank you.
0: Thank you for your time. And what, what does it mean that you're a campus representative?
4: Uh, oh, very interesting question. So um, I am the campus representative of Kleve, as you said. Uh, previously, I got into ASTA as the uh, international department head of cleva and so I got to experience asta um, in many different forms the first one was the international department uh, so for me being a part of asta in general and specifically to to help students in our university right now is it's a very it's a very big honor uh, I see mm-hmm. it as something that everybody uh, should be aware of the fact that you 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 have an asta that's come to for any of your problems and Uh, yeah, so for me to be a campus representative right now, it's, it's even. More of an honor as before, uh, I have to. Yeah, so I I don't know, um. How it will be in the future, but I know right now that the, during the pandemic, for example, the campus representative has many different tasks as before same with all the other departments. Um. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so. For us, addressing such concerns and and problems and issues that may arise, that that's our job, and I'm I'm very happy to so, be a part of this job, at least for the small amount of time that I have left before the elections that are upcoming.
0: Mm-hmm. So it sounds like a big responsibility, and we do receive emails and on social media we see Asta everywhere. What's Asta briefly?
4: Yes. So ASTA, uh, what is it? So it's a general student committee, translated from German, the studenten Office. and uh, we are, at the end of the day, same as everyone else, students that are trying to help other students. So we are not, uh, you know, part of any any the university in any other capacity other than students, same as everyone else that want to help other students, and uh, we are considered the student representative organization uh we are made up of the board and eight departments so um let me start with the board first to explain what that is so we are made up of the chair uh, the finance referee and the two campus representatives for each campus so we have as everyone knows two campuses and uh, the chair and the finance referee are the same for both campuses but um mm-hmm. we have two campus reps for each campus um the eight departments um, help students in many various ways, depending on which department. So the international department, for example, uh, this is department that, um. Will help people with anything that st- an international student may face, such as visa or inter- or insurance issues, things like that. Um, we have also a social department, which. Is mainly focused on, you know, Financial issues, the students may come, for, you know, any social issues as well. Feeling a lot, if you're feeling lost or you have any questions regarding, I don't know how you might pay your next rent, etc. This is, this is the department that you might go for. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have the public relations department, which is in, in charge of showing you all the beautiful posts that happen, you know, whenever there is something that anything happens in the social media or on Facebook. This is thanks to our lovely uh, public relations department. Um, We have a university policy department. Very important. It's um, for any issues you might have regarding um, exam regulations or, you know, something happened with your first, second or third try. Nowadays, of course, there's more regulations regarding Corona. We have Clevent. Nowadays, not very active, but active in other ways. (laughs) Yeah. So, usually Clevent is the ones that organizes events and, um, you know, we, we try to become it's the more social, not social department, but the more socially active part, trying to get students together, et cetera. In a political education department, very also very important nowadays, trying to understand the current regulations when it comes to external things in the university. And uh, one more department uh, would be the sports department. Uh, It has the task of facilitating um, a healthy and active life for the students, uh, you know, organizing sporting events, things that are related to sport, things that would educate people about health and bring people together regarding sports. So, yeah, uh, one. More department that is very very important is the LGBTQI department, and I mentioned this last not because it is least of course, but it is because it is an autonomous department, and I wanted to quickly um, you know give an understanding of what that means. So an autonomous department is is governed by itself basically. Uh, the Asta board usually is the one that talks to the other department heads and tells them you know um, you know we communicate with each other and we come uh, we come to things together, but when it comes to the lgbtqi department they are able to come to their own conclusions and decisions so that is what is the ASTA and what the ASTA you know um, includes the the board mm-hmm.
0: so, yeah. nice so um what was now that there is a pandemic and students who entered mid-pandemic really don't have as good of an idea as we have about how ASTA used to uh organize amazing events on campus so what was the um, what was the tradition what was asta doing before the pandemic
4: right so asta was something before the pandemic and is now something after that is correct of course the fundamental things of asta are all the same uh so um of course i have been there only a few months during uh sorry before the pandemic and usually my part of the ASTA has there during the pandemic. I can only speak from the history books and what I experienced as a student from ASTA before, which Mm -hmm. has been beautiful. So uh, ASTA has always been interested in and dedicated to bettering the student experiences, whether it was during the pandemic or before. So this was always something that was the same. And uh, so during these trying times, it forced us to change the definition of what is normal. Uh, Usually ASTA was about, of course, you know any problems that the student has and anything that they want to come to us to for, and any of the departments is still the same, um, but some additions have happened. We are not able to have any more cultural events. For example, this is the most painful one. Uh, usually, the international department would create some cultural events and ones that I would say at this point have become a staple of HSRW, like the Arabic night, the you know the Diwali. Things like that, we yeah. were not able to do them as before. So this is something that was happening in Asta, and I was very happy to see it continue in Asta uh, in the future. But due due to the pandemic, has let's say been put on ice. Um, otherwise, yeah, um, many things have um, been added, not necessarily positively to the department. So. For example, of course, we love to innovate in the social and international department, but most of the things that were added during the pandemic, uh, were things that were. You know, we hope that were not necessarily needed, like, uh, problems with the visas that were not seen before and, you know, problems with, you know, social problems that were not seen before. We had to adapt in a way that, um. Yeah, it was, of course, we are very happy that we had to do this that we did this, but we're not happy that this was a situation where we had to do this. Uh, Of course, we're not happy that many students are facing financial problems and are facing problems with their visa and are stuck overseas. So, as far as I I would love to call these, um, you know, additions to these departments and things that we added in order to improve, but. The, the stories and ideas behind them are not very nice. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I would call it, uh, as before and after pandemic. Contrast, mm-hmm. but not necessarily 1 of the ones that I'm happy that happened because. Yeah, um, this was not an easy year for the students uh, or 2 years almost, and especially not for the international students
0: maybe tell us tell us more what was the asta doing during the pandemic you mentioned that the social department has been uh, helping students during the pandemic Correct. obviously the job markets everything was hit and absolutely yeah go ahead
4: absolutely so um i will start yes indeed with the social department so uh the social department was a part of the social committee which um involves the two heads of the social department the finance referee, which is part of the board, and five MPs from the student parliament. Um, so in this time, it was it it was of great demand, as you said. This, the job market was devastated, and many students were facing financial, uh, you know, troubles. Yeah. Due to this, uh, the social committee, made up of the people that I had mentioned before, uh, have amended the social uh, order in order to create an uh, you know ways for the students to get some financial aid from the university. Um, mm-hmm. So, two things came up from this. So there are social loans and there are social grants, both of which um, are yes, meant, uh, are given by the previously mentioned departments. Yeah. So the social loans are interest-free loans, which are granted to assist the students that are having trouble fulfill their financial obligations, regardless of what they are. I mean. Um, there are many things that students need to pay for. You need to pay for your insurance. You need to pay for uh, mm-hmm. you know, your student uh, fees for the university. Of course, you need to live and eat, etc. Yeah. So there are many things that that require aid and when it comes to this time of life and the, the student body. The student loans, for example, are interest free, which means that. The students do not have to pay interest on these loans when they give them back. But there's also um, the grants, and these mm-hmm. grants are a response to the global pandemic, of course, and resulting from donations, donations which are received mainly from the Föderförening in Kävle and in Kampenburg, et etc., and contributions from all the FSRs as well. So the students themselves and the FSRs themselves were able to contribute um, to this fund. And any enrolled student could apply for this grant, which is 250 euros, which did not need to be returned. Uh, To Mm -hmm. give a small impression on you know some rough numbers, so that uh, it's a little bit more understood how that this money was contributed, uh, the ASTA has helped around 230 students with the 250 euro grant, which roughly is around 57 and a half, fifty-eight thousand euros. of course, this includes students with children, and there was a separate clause for that, which if you had a child, you would receive an extra 150 euros. And for the 1st child and 50 extra euros for any additional child, any extra <laughs> child, as yeah. you would say <laughs> uh, thereafter. So, um, yeah, and for the loans to come back to that a little bit, since I talked about the grants, only now the loans, we have had 27 uh, applications to the loans. Unfortunately, I do not have the numbers regarding approved versus not approved numbers at the moment, but it highlights the point that there is a, a demand for this right now, and that students do really suffer from financial um, in, in financial ways at the moment due to the pandemic, and this is one of the ways that the ASTA was there. Um, yeah. And if,
0: if there is anyone in need, they still can reach out to the ASTA.
4: Absolutely, right? absolutely. The website is there. There are the all the information, a specific article uh, called "Loans and Grants," where students can go to and read all about how you know different ways that the Asta can help regarding financial needs. And yeah, this is all again due to the diligent work of the uh, all involved in the social department. Uh, they mm-hmm. made a great way for this to happen, and now they are diligently working on accepting and you know working through the applications of the social stuff. Even till now, there is. Of course, this is still ongoing. Not something that has ended before. Yeah,
0: it's been the longest term so far because we couldn't do the elections online and neither on campus, and then we finally could reach to something. So, can you tell me what did you learn during this year and a half term
4: in the ASTA? I mean, as the ASTA, as I said before, we really hope to give our students the feelings of always being able to come and approach us. to represent you or to to help you regarding any issues faced and prove that you are never really alone in any problem this is the most important part uh, especially now in in the pandemic where being alone has a special definition of you know before it yeah uh, i think nowadays it's more relevant than normal to tell people and ex- experience uh, to bring to the table what the ASTA can do and what you could learn as becoming a part of the ASTA. And now that
0: the elections are coming next week, do you recommend running for the ASTA?
4: Absolutely. Um, I think I would love to recommend everybody who is interested to run for the ASTA to do so, especially right now, Uh, in the upcoming elections, of course, the ASTA board would be the ones elected by the STUPA, the student parliament. I, I think that anybody who thinks that they are a perfect fit for one of these departments, who thinks that they can give some um, some of their time and effort into one of these departments because they truly believe that they can give something here, this, they should definitely apply.
0: It's a very nice experience as well. Absolutely. So, getting involved in the ASTA, what about the rest of the campus in, in CLEVA, I want to ask you. Um, Now, ASTA has a website. And I've seen you have a list for um, student groups. Right. So can you tell us about that?
4: Absolutely. So um uh, there's a lot of other ways mm-hmm. to contribute uh in student groups in the university. Asta is one of them, the student parliament is one of them. Um, but there's other student created groups, let's say, um, such as Amnesty International, the Fair Trade Group of Hochshura um, there's also Freedom the Mental Slave. There we have our own newspaper called Catcher on the Rhine. If anybody is interested in, in you know, being a part of that, that is also there. Uh, the UN Women Team Kleve, the UNICEF Kleve, and the Klemun, uh, all political oriented student groups, but very welcome to have anybody. Uh, the Kleve Model African Union uh, is another one. And the students for future of Hochschule Landbahn, as well as the Greenpeace of Hochschule Hannover. These are groups that um, people can freely, you know, contact the uh, the people in this group and see if they would like to join. Um, of course, there's one final one that is not necessarily part of anything political or uh, anything like that, but it's the astronomy club. This is also a club, a student-created club that people should feel free to be a part of and any other student group that you think should be created that is not already existing. This is something that anybody that has a dream to create a student group can do. Um, and I am very happy to to hear any of these suggestions. Of course, uh, there's a lot of groups in this world that are not part of our university. So, yeah, um, this is something else the ASTA does really. And uh, of course, with the FSRs and everyone else and the event Department is, take ideas of student groups that are not happening yet that you think should happen and need to be a part of this university. And we are more than happy to hear what you have to say.
0: So I don't really have anything else to say. Thank you very much Basil again. And Thank have you. a great day.
4: You as well, man.
0: Now I'll be speaking with Josefa, a student of industrial and organizational psychology and the campus representative of uh, Camp Fort, right?
3: Hey yes hello. How are you doing? Hello. <laughs> thank you for having okay. me
0: thank you for your time and you are the campus representative in the asta what does that mean
3: um that means that i'm basically responsible for the campus and complinford so i am taking care of everything that is asta related over there and i'm also coordinating the different departments we have there, as the same departments that we have in Kleeve, we have them two times, so two heads for each department and I'm coordinating them. I'm kind of responsible for their actions, um, helping them with their events and their tasks and yeah, kind of everything that they can't do I'm trying to answer.
0: Um, When did you join the ASTA first?
3: I joined the ASTA first in my first semester as a volunteer for the social department. And then very soon afterwards, I applied for the position of the social head in my second semester, and then I've been the the head of the social department until December 2019, where I applied as the campus representative that I am until right now. So all my studies, basically, I've spent in Asta.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of experience. (laughs) And, um. I want to ask you, like, I have, um, I'm a student from Clever, right? I study engineering and I have been to to Fort twice only.
4: Mm-hmm. One time
0: to meet a research assistant from the Fab Lab, and the other time um, it was a Stupa meeting. So tell me, what does the Asta offer? A student? We only know what Asta does or, or did, let's say, and does in, after the pandemic in Clever. What's mm-hmm. happening in Campbell and what was happening?
3: So we're basically trying to be very similar in both campuses as we are like a cross organization that is trying to cover everything um, Yeah, differently to the faculties or the FSRs that are only concerned with their own um, faculty. We're really trying to combine all of them. Of course, in Cali, we have a little different situation as we only have one faculty and one campus different to Klebe, where we have three faculties and in one campus. So. ASTA is a little bigger there, just because more students and a bigger campus. But um, what we're doing, of course, pre-pandemic, we also organized events. Um, we covered a lot of political education, but as we have so many departments, the sports events, we try to um, cooperate with um, the fair trade student group a lot, because we only have one student group so far. I heard that others want to form themselves now also in Kali. But right now, only the most active one is fair trade. So we try to combine some events together. And I don't know if you want to hear about the events that we did. We did quite a lot of them. We, for example, we played games with the grandmas. So the old people from the nursing home in Kamplinford, for example, we met with them and played board games, which, of course, unfortunately, right now is the most impossible thing to do. Um, But pre-pandemic, that was a really nice thing to do as we met people from Kamplinford, old people who have been there their whole lives that met with international students and practiced their little English and the international students practiced their German. So that was really nice. We played a lot in the parks around campus, but also many events on campus, in the Mensa. Long night of academic writing was also really nice because we also cooperated with the professors who then had some presentations there and told us about how to do our scientific writing and yeah it was a very vital life nice. many musical events in the Mensa and the departments always cooperated so many like international food and music and um, yeah really nice many movie mm-hmm. nights and I can say I do miss it a lot
0: <laughs> very nice and 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 how is it now, after the lockdown?
3: Yeah, of course, now That's it's happening. really differently because the ASTA, of course, lived by yeah, bringing the students together on campus and shaping the student life next to the lectures. And online, everything is limited. We all spend many hours a day already in front of our screens just by working and um, studying. And of course, we don't want to bore anyone with another online event. But um the needs have also changed. so more students are in need of money and financial help um, in need of psychological help or just someone to talk to or to connect to. And then students need a lot of information about the changing rules, if it's regarding examination, but also um about governmental rules, how to travel, um where to get the next corona test, um, yeah, what about the vaccine and so on so. Our focus has shifted a lot from not only doing events, but also more towards putting what we actually can also do in the focus Mm -hmm. before it was also. It was just going on, but students didn't really focus so much what we did. But Mm -hmm. now this is basically what we've been asked to do a lot, so.
0: Mm -hmm. I see. And since your first semester, what, what did you learn so far? from being that involved and active in the university?
3: Um, I think I learned that I love this very intercultural community because there's not another university in Germany that has to offer such a wide range of countries and nationalities and languages that people come from and speak. And I have gained personally a lot from that. I've made so many friends from so many countries and so many cultural differences that I've learned. And this is something that I can really appreciate. And maybe what I also learned is that, the yeah, focusing on the needs. I'm a German student, but German students maybe have different needs and focuses and problems than international students, and that we cannot only always focus on our own lives, but we have to see the bigger picture, especially with this ongoing pandemic and. Us as in such an international university being in a completely different um, position right now than, for example, university with 99% German students. And I don't want to um, lose this kind of, yeah, big diversity, because this is what our university is formed by. And this I have learned to appreciate again. Um, And I've of course also learned that nothing really happens if you don't do it yourself (laughs) because we're in such a big place a small place like Kali and Kleve really small cities for example compared to Dusseldorf or Cologne where cultural and social events just happen by themselves and they're just there and you can take the chance Mm -hmm. to just go anywhere you like not so much in Kleve and from we have to do it ourselves so nothing really happens
0: Mm -hmm. especially that our university is relatively very young yeah we're still 11 or 12 years old
3: yeah that's it's nothing right there yeah. is a lot everything of everything is still developing us, sorry absolutely yeah. i'm
0: saying there is a lot of room for change like if someone has any idea everyone really helps with with, with whatever they can help with i have started a scientific uh, group and everyone really even if they weren't responsible to help gave a lot of information and support. Yeah. So. I want to ask you now that you told us about your experience. Do you recommend getting active, especially now that everything is is online and there is not really much that one can put their shoes on and go do outside?
3: Yeah, totally. Um, apart from all the events, what you also learn is, of course, university politics and what your rights as a student are, and um, where you or your voice matters in your opinion and this is something that i've took so much from because we all remember that suddenly we had more trials for exams or regulation changed everything was online what are our rights online can we be for example recorded online or something so many changes in the regulations and i Mm -hmm. think what i've learned from the semester or from the two online semesters being in ASTA, is that when you're at the source of information and at the place where you can actually shape also those regulations and you can talk to those people who create them and who um, yeah bring them on the table and you change them, there's less confusion because you know you've been there when the decision was made. And for oh. me personally, that was really important because it brought me a lot of calmness. I saw so many colleagues who were really freaking out about not really feeling to know anything what is going on so much confusion not much information of course we try to bring as much information to the table but still it's different if you're right there at the place where all this information comes together and then is spread out again so that's definitely something i recommend you learn so much about your rights and what's going on behind the scenes and behind the lectures that you're taking and um also so much about the struggles that the university has during yep. such a time of a pandemic mm-hmm. so everyone get involved <laughs> my message yeah,
0: <laughs> please do yeah and um speaking of online basil already told me that you have organized the virtual days of anti-discrimination as we had a tradition to have the um, festival of um tolerance and
3: sustainability, and sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. we had
0: yeah. the festival yeah the festival of tolerance so, what was your experience organizing an online event
3: mm, very different to um in presence, of course. I helped last year or no it's already two years ago festival of um tolerance in Camplinford for the first time, and I know how exciting it was and how many people from the city also like um yeah people from Linford came and then mm-hmm. we thought, okay, how can we create something? that comes near this. And um, we created it together with the vice president, um, Professor Zimankova. And online, you have to think about so many other things. You have to think about time zones suddenly. You have to think, um, do people really want to attend something that has some academic background in the evening? And But I think in the end, it was a lot of work reaching people to discuss topics that they've maybe never been in touch with, such as gender diversity, maybe that's a topic some people have never really um, yeah, looked into and suddenly we had so many visitors coming online and I was really overwhelmed because advertising mm-hmm. this was, we thought not many people would come <laughs> and in the end at least 70 mm-hmm. people every evening attended and it was vital conversations and discussions and I'm really glad that we did it because it brought some normality into this situation and we showed actually next to everything is online. We can still connect and meet and discuss and exchange opinions and not always about this one topic that's in the room, which is COVID-19. We can actually Mm -hmm. have other discussions again. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, I gotta say it it really showed it it's a huge success that it's our first time doing these events and activities online and we really could carry 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 them on we didn't stop i've heard many universities or say countries couldn't really handle that situation they either eased it in from the academic um side or just um um let student students um be late in their studies just be- because of the pandemic
4: mm.
0: so yeah i think i'm out of questions but do you have anything to add
3: yeah i think this last the last two semesters really showed how high also the engagement um within the people is that are engaged like i know not everyone is engaged but the people who are actually motivated and who have jobs in the student body and who really want to shape the student life they um, pull off so much in the last two semesters and try to get back as much to normal as possible, and also the presidency has helped a lot. Like The cooperation with the vice president has been amazing and she really put a lot of efforts into um, giving back something to the student body after so much hassle and issues. She said we want this as an event that is completely for the students and um, exchanging also the university and the student perspective. and. Yeah, this was great, and I'm really thankful still also for my past two and a half years within ASTA. Everything that I've learned, so many people that I've met, and I can only highly encourage everyone to become active, to shape the university and student body, because everything can have an impact, as you said, um, yeah we can actually our ideas actually still can have an impact. We are not so strict mm-hmm. yet in our procedures, so we are approaching a time soon where people who have actually experienced the campus being like vital and people being on campus and events happening on campus is all those people have left. They have finished their studies and then only people will be or mostly only people will be left. Who have only had online lectures and who have probably never seen the campus or even events or anything happening on campus and i'm a little scared of this time because it means a lot of knowledge is getting lost and a lot of information i mean we all have experienced parties in the rathaus or in Kali in the Kaliba, for example and the katago And those are things that the new generations that are approaching have never experienced. And with this, all those organizational skills and everything, the knowledge about the cities and um, those places where you can go and how to organize an event and how, I don't know, sitting by the spoil with a crate of beer is an opportunity to meet new people is something that has to be developed again. There's nothing, you know, the new generation. It will be so hard to hand down things to them that they have never experienced and who knows when they will actually be able to execute this so this is something i'm really worried and i hope that that's
0: terrifying Hmm? i really never thought of it that's terrifying
3: so many things have happened like quidditch tournaments or volleyball tournaments in front of team b um the team b buildings or Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just everything, the Christmas things in the Mensa. And it's really sad that um, we have to kind of narrow down our knowledge to something that they can hold on to and get something yeah. out of so they can create those events again. And I hope people will be motivated Perfect. and do that. So that's my yeah. message.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks again for your time. That Thank was you
3: for asking those questions and for your initiative of doing this podcast. I'm really looking forward to the result and to listening to all the other people that you've asked. Thank you again.